how long are we doing this breakfasting? It's ages now. Yeah. Feels like I feel like I know you for a long time. Fourteen months. The food that brought us close together. The breakfast period. And the mimosas. So those who do not know, we have Lenka with us and Joey with us. Joey has been in in this podcast a long time ago. And Lenka, this is your first podcast, I guess. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Don't don't feel any pressure. You don't have to perform well. <laughs> I mean, just for context, my episode that I guested on did win an award. Did it? Uh, multiple did achievements. Award. Yes. <laughs> just the prestigious ones. Okay. So, you know, but that you shouldn't feel any pressure. Like an Oscar for podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar. <laughs> it was Thanksgiving a few few days ago, and um, I just want to thank you for being in my life. It's amazing. Why didn't we get invited to your Thanksgiving yeah. then? Because I was not here. Why do Why do you Why do you want to get invited in Thanksgiving? Well, I'm saying thanks right now. Isn't it enough? Exactly. <laughs> a belated thanks in December for yeah. Thanksgiving. I feel like if you really meant that, then you would have had us at your Thanksgiving. Yeah. You would have brought us yeah, so and and on Thanksgiving told us. I'm so thank sorry. You. I'm so yeah. sorry. But it's okay. We forgive you. This we is do. this is why, because you guys are forgiving. Love and friendship win, yeah. wins in the end. I think that's good. Why don't we... I feel like a forgiveness day would be much more useful than a thankfulness day. I feel like people hold so many grudges that it would be more useful in the 21st century for people to have a day where they're meant to forgive people. Rather than thank. They're all... Sp- Do you all have any grudge with, against somebody? Hmm, Do you want to forgive? <laughs> no, I think it's, it's a good idea that people can... Um, forgive even themselves for things <laughs> and then like have it have a special day for it and eat food when they're trying to forgive themselves i think some people really and need others. really need to like be taught how to forgive because i know so many people in my life who do hold grudges yeah. and are kind of spiteful about it and ultimately they think that it's something useful that they deserve to feel right because ultimately they are somewhat of a victim if you're holding a grudge for what something somebody's done or said to you and yet by letting it go or through forgiveness, they tend to move on from that and grow as a person. But yet, if they don't actually forgive, they're never going to move on. Yeah. So we're essentially uh, trying to set up a new new holiday. I, I, have a, I, have, I have a grudge for a lot. I mean, I think he's the only person I have a grudge against. Yeah. So we, he was a classmate of mine back home. He was madly infatuated with this girl. And we could see it, like, He's having a conversation or he's doing mm-hmm. something. Um, every 30 seconds, he's going to turn around, look at that girl. You know, it just becomes annoying. And it's also sad because the girl doesn't give a shit about the guy. And in one class, I started counting how many times he does that. I don't know why. Maybe I was just bored or maybe I was an asshole. Who knows? I counted. For a 50-minute class, he looked mm-hmm. at that girl... At least 72 times. After the class. <laughs> That's a lot. And we, were, we had our friends together. And we were observing him doing that. Move your head. Mm-hmm. Anytime teacher say something, move your head. Jesus, How did just he not get whiplash? I don't know. I don't know. So at the end of the class, we went up to him. I went up to him. Like, hey, man, this is getting nuts, man. You got to... As, as, a, as a friend, you got to stop this. This is how many times you looked at her. And he got pissed. 
he got so pissed. I don't know, out of frustration or something. He punched me. In the face? Well, he was, he was short, so he's punched me to my, <laughs> my this, this place, like <laughs> the joint of neck and mouth. Yeah. And I was, well... Because he couldn't reach higher? Yeah, I, I don't know what happened, but I was so shocked that you would punch your friend. You would go physical for somebody who doesn't give a shit, whatever. Yeah. But why would you go physical? And I still hold the grudge. He got married to another woman. Mm. Yeah. Um, but still, I, I feel like, yeah, you, you crossed a boundary there. And I don't think I can ever forgive you. For Was his intention to hurt you for embarrassing him by... I don't know. I didn't embarrass him in front of everybody. I was just telling him on a corner. That's, I don't know. It was it's sad. It is. Probably it's my I think fault. That's a, but that's probably one of those unique things where your grudge is warranted. Like, I have some grudges as well. And I think the ones that I still have, I think there's some kind of warrant behind it in terms of until that person would come to terms with themselves mm-hmm. and what they did to apologize, I'm not going to be the one doing the work to move us mm-hmm. on. And if anything, the grudge helps me maintain boundaries and distance from that person because mm-hmm. if I forgave them, I do think that they might do the same thing again. And do like, I agree. And, and but also on the other hand, do you think it's something that is healthy like for you to hold? Because I mean, to be honest, like I think everybody has some some grudges or like towards people that have done something that's like crossed boundaries or wasn't uh, fair or you know asked for it and stuff. But ultimately, do you think the grudge, like holding a grudge, is something that's um, like also not hurting you, like the whole story, or like is it something that's like helpful to like help you like build like have some boundaries and um, like m- kind of manage the situation in some sense? I think it's healthy if it's preventative. I think that if you're holding on to some feelings, right, and that's preventing you from making the same mistake, right, whether it's because sometimes I'll, you know, I've met people that maybe over time the friendship turns a little bit toxic and they say things or they've done things that, you know, you don't want to be treated that way and you want to, you see yourself in a higher regard. And so you know that communicating to this person won't fix anything, yet you want to make sure that that thing that you know, offended you or made you feel bad about yourself that God damn, you guys have no example. You're just going vague. Oh, Give yeah. us an example. An example. <laughs> I like, I can, I can say that like there's been different periods in my life where we're friends of mine, you know, we became friends in high school or in high school or university. And then, things just get toxic. Maybe they're going through something in their own life. So that makes them more insecure, but you'd, I'd meet with them and I'm like, Oh, I don't feel good. Like this person's made a couple snide comments. They made comments about maybe how I look or about my job. They were a bit derogatory. Mm. They, you know, they, they kind of put me down. They didn't listen to me at all. This has happened once or twice in a row. Why do I want to meet somebody and have my energy drained from me? Mm. And also mm. they would make comments that I think about the next day because it bothered me and it hurt me a little bit. So I would, I would say that's a bit of a grudge that I held against them in terms of how they acted. So I don't know. I, I, I would say that there's some, some healthiness to it, but I don't think it's good to ruminate over yeah. a person or a thing somebody said, cause you do want to work through it yeah. ultimately, but it is a two way street in touch with them. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I think that, you know, people are fickle and mm. people go through changes. And I think good friendships sometimes have downturns and, and because you're going good friendship should allow you the space to be yourself. And as individuals, we're all constantly changing. So I do strongly believe that friends that I had that were really close to me, maybe years ago, maybe we're not mm. so close now, they might come back into my life at some point. So we got good friendships, don't we? Yeah, any grudges yeah. here? Yeah. No grudges in the room. I don't no think grudges. so. I don't think there's any grudges. Like when when we 
met, met each other. I was broadcast student. <laughs> <laughs> I was a broadcast engineer. What were you, Joey? I was a broadcast fraud analyst at a oh, travel it was, company. It was after the tour guide, right? It was after, yeah. It was after tour guiding. I just graduated from university like three months prior. And, but I was, I, I was making very little money. So I was also broke. And Lenka was, was a businesswoman. Well, yeah, but me, I was after a breakup, I think when I joined the shippers, like mm. short, short lived relationship, mm. but I think it was one of the things that I wanted to. Well, all the good things happen after breakup, uh, right? I mean, yeah. if you, if you want, I think it can be yeah, a good. Breakups are hard. I don't. I mean, the example I give with the, with the kid, it doesn't even cross my mind. I don't think that grudge has anything to do with anything in my life. And I probably don't have any grudges against anybody. I mean, breakups are bad, you know. Um, it seems like you're supposed to hold grudges against that person because... But I don't. I don't give a shit. It's okay. But do you believe in post-breakup glow-ups? Yeah, of course. Of course. Do you? Do Do you? Do you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, like I think it's kind of good, good uh, momentum to have. I, Why is that though? I strongly believe every should everybody should go through a breakup. You know, it makes yeah. your life better. It makes you understand things, glow up. You know, you're more attractive. You are. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I've looked at photos um, from my last like serious breakup, which was quite a while ago, and I looked at some photos of me that like summertime. Mm-hmm. I look. Great, which is <laughs> ironic because I God think God. I let myself go in the relationship. But within like two months later, yeah. you know, I was glowing. I had a tan. I had lost weight. I was out. Um, and I don't I know why, though. This moment where you want to show that person that you're like doing really well or that you're like whatever. And it gives you the energy. I, think. I, I don't I don't even think about I I mean, the minimum. Times. I think this might not be like conscious I, I don't even consciously or yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I feel like. If I if I broke up with you, you were dead to me. If we <laughs> broke up, you're dead. Like you don't exist anymore. Because in the beginning, I'm not looking for a breakup. When we you're just living your life. Yeah, like you're dead. I've never crossed any ex in my life. <laughs> like never yeah. met them. It's very interesting. I agree. Very different in this. Regard. I guess. So even if I glow up, it's for me. It's for my. <laughs> well, ultimately, it should be right. <laughs> well, but maybe it has something to do with kind of post relationship. You go from a weed to an eye again, and you're embracing your own individuality, and there is some beauty in that. And maybe that's where the glow up kind of comes about too, right? And you can also look at yourself a little bit more and uh, transparently and see the way you've changed or grown in that relationship, where maybe the lens that you were looking at yourself previously mm. was a bit distorted, or you know, you were paying us as much attention yeah our dynamic is not healthy anymore it's something that if you get out of it's something that can give you again some which i think is is the case for any relationship yeah. uh, in the interval before things yeah. end as long yeah. as it's not you know completely spontaneous yeah so break up to, to it for everybody yeah do i need something from Lidl? Mm. <laughs> you're shopping on your phone <laughs> i got a text from my girl uh you better reply. Yeah. Chicken? No, I don't. I don't need anything. What about us? What do we want? Yeah, do, do we, we want anything something? From little? Do you want something? No, I'm I don't think so. No, I got frozen <laughs> pizza. <laughs> I got frozen pizza. I have still uh, the tsukurabi I made. Mm, back That's to you. I need yeah. to have more of that. Back to the point. Back to when the point. we met for the first time, it was 
broadcast student, broadcast business like analyst, uh, businesswoman. <laughs> well, I mean, but Lenka, Lenka was, sound like. but Lenka's position in the group has always been to elevate us and make yeah, us yeah. look better. Yeah. So whatever yeah. time in, in our lives, succeeded. <laughs> yeah, that we go through, you know, Lenka's always there to build us up and. No, like I think you're doing the same for me too. No, I also come to you to vent. No, I. I, I the think grudges we, I'm holding. No, I think we we got a we got a good support system because uh, I I I remember I'm 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 changing jobs or you know going through stuff and I would I would come and you know I know that for a fact you're not gonna give me a solution but you almost did Joey you almost got me into your company. I uh, did. Yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't work out, but you know um one of the we, best too because yeah. I think that you I think would definitely enjoy the job that you have now more than mm. what you would have had. No, but 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 thank you for the support because um, there's no solution. But at least I can just talk about it, and uh, we have careers now. What do you do, Joey? We <laughs> I, do have. I, I am a designer in an ad agency, and I could not ask for a better job. Hmm. I am really happy. I think I'm in. I think we may all be in a similar place, but you know, I'm I'm really happy working as a marketing manager and and doing a little bit of travel and working with a lot of people. It's great, but it's weird because you know, two years post university, what I do in my day to day job is completely different than what I studied. Yeah. I studied international politics and I work at a software company now. But ironically, there's so many commonalities and skills that I learned in my degree mm. that I apply. Right, because like well, because marketing and politics. Let's be real; they're both fields of bullshit, <laughs> and so the bullshitting is is really something yeah. that you need to use. And uh, even as a tour guide, I had, I had to bullshit quite a lot because it's such a customer service oriented role, and uh, and I use those skills all the time because I'll travel to conferences and meet random people and I've got to sell them Mm -hmm. on a software that I don't even understand and so much of that is based off of interpersonal communication skills so I definitely level that Link what did you study? I did English literature and language and then what do you do now? well I'm uh, leading the product and content team in uh, an international startup look at that (laughs) literature everywhere (laughs) I studied engineering <laughs> I studied electrical engineering and uh, optics and nanostructure. Sounds Guess what more I do? useful than doing Shakespeare. No. Is it also more fun? No, I, I design, make videos for all day in the office. It has no connection. But the only, only thing I got from the from the my studies and in my career is is the efficiency, and uh, you know there are things that are fact. In science, we always go for the fact, yeah. proven fact, um, and the method of dealing with problem. It's very scientific in my career. I, I'm doing, um, so I'm not ungrateful about that. I actually love the fact that I can use some some lessons from that mm. um, science life I had into this. But the irony with both of you is that Lenka came from. A very creative degree and, and, mm. and many years of study about something very creative and then transitioned into a much more technical role while you went back and you had a very technical degree yeah. and you transitioned to an extremely creative role yet you've both been able to find commonalities from what you studied that you can then apply to your day-to-day job yeah but i think my role is not necessarily that technical like some aspects yes but it's still very creative you're still thinking like how to like 
on what journeys you want to take the user on the website because that's ultimately what you're doing so in do, some do you way, think of your favorite like literary no. literary characters and you're like oh the journey oh. for this feature no the Jane Eyre and her wish list <laughs> <laughs> no uh, <laughs> No, but I think it's like some in some regard, it's it's there is definitely the the element of creativity in it as well. Like I'm not developing software; I'm more like myself that I would be writing code, um, and it's not something I want to do. I'm just like working on how how it should work as a for the users and what are the what's the strategy behind it. I'm sure, Joey, you're hella creative. <laughs> Maybe. I think there's some creativity that comes into any job. Oh, but I think before I'm, you say something else, Joey was uh, was in TEDx um, talk recently, so he is actually the celebrity. Mm. Ooh, that's billions and billions yeah. of people saw him. Let's not use that word, and that, that's so also not true. Um, I think I'm I'm just below 700 views on my TEDx video. Mm-hmm. So you know, we're, we we got to hold autographs just for now. No. I'm not I'm not getting prepared with my signature. Still imagine if you put 700 people in in a room, and they all are watching your. It's quite like no, but I I, I we were in the audience. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you, we, we did good. I wish you were in TEDx to see Joey in action. Yeah, uh, those do, who want see to see Joey in action, go to YouTube and find Joey. He's wearing some white suit. <laughs> no, I'm not wearing a white. What was that? Gray? It's gray. I think it's no, gray. It Black. Okay, it was a light blue. Oh, light blue blazer. Hey, there was too much light. We we like the yeah, reflection made it white. That is that is very true. Yeah. And it was also difficult, you know, when I was on stage because it was this big stadium and there's around 500 people in the audience. I could not sing see a single person mm-hmm. because the lights are so bright on you, um, and that is very unnerving because I like to talk to people like mm-hmm. I'm not just home talking to myself and yet somehow I had that feeling even though I was in front of so many people yeah. but that probably is the most creative thing that that I do and that I enjoy doing would be kind of creating some kind of story with an idea behind it that you can talk because talking is very beautiful conversations and words and and mm-hmm. how you interact with people to make them feel certain ways it is it's gorgeous so maybe in that way I'd say I'm creative but and not the same way as either of you. I don't have a great understanding Let's of fight now. of literature and English, and I have zero visual and design talent. Probably negative. So, <laughs> you know, I'm 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 the least talented creative here. Um, unbelievable. Yeah. Bullshit. That were the words <laughs> we're gonna use to describe Joey sometimes. <laughs> Joey, Joey flexed his TEDx flex. Um, I am flexing all oh, okay. the time. You flex <laughs> my TEDx flex. <laughs> I'm flexing all the time. Um, Lenka, Lenka became the boss of the bosses in the company. Like she's, she's gonna be in in paper soon. So watch out. I think that's the, the ambition. Actually, I think Shomik and I will be working for Lenka. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. In the next couple years. You wouldn't? Yeah, I would. I would. Oh, you. you would? Yeah. You would. We would give you so all much shit in the all the money. Place. And then how are we gonna hang out in the office? Like, hey, Linka, what's up? <laughs> it's just a whole other group, you know. And you don't you think know. people give me shit now? <laughs> like, I mean, no, we can be the bodyguard kind of people and like, hey, you got a problem with her? We gotta go through us first. Oh, you know? That would be useful. That would be useful. But I, knowing us, we would create some kind of exclusive lunch, unknowingly, <laughs> and then half the office would feel they're not like outcasted and. Yeah. Well, um, it is what it is sometimes. <laughs> it is what it yeah, is. They're, they're having that much power is going to be nice. I'm working out. 
Fitness is my passion nowadays. So <laughs> I love how you, I love how you say that. So you because stretch in the morning. I stretch yeah. in the morning. Twenty minutes in front of your uh, cooker. In front of the oven because yeah. that it has a fuzzy um, carpet into on it. Um, yeah, fitness so is my passion. The breadcrumbs from dinner. So you can clean and work out at the same so time. If you <laughs> so you, I'm gonna hire you. I yeah. like multitasking. I don't know. I don't understand why people don't work out all the time. You know, yeah. it's such a good feelings. You know. Thank God you've only been working out briefly because I feel like the day in which you become jacked, mm-hmm. it will affect your personality. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm gonna get jacked. I think ten push-up is not gonna change everything. Well, you say that now, but it's only ten push-ups now. It'll be twenty push-ups in yeah. a few weeks, and then fifty yeah. push-ups months to, from to now. To be honest, fitness is although fitness is my passion, I did not work out for, for like last three days. You know, <laughs> so the truth comes out. I think no, it's it's still my passion. It's just not yeah. taking place regularly. Yeah, um, it will you come just back. savor it. Yeah, not have it I, every day. Yeah. Selective passion. Yeah, selective yeah. passion. Nice yeah. word. You know, yeah. with that nice word, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, I think so too. Because yeah. we can be selectively passionate about. Yeah, yeah. We have been talking about doing podcasts for like two years. That's true. That's true. This is the first time this is happening, and I think this is beautiful. Of all of us together, yes. Yeah, it was Joey and me. Yeah. In the old old place in, what was that, Krimska. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we, we went up. There. You, you, were, you lived in like an attic. Place. You like, haven't been to Krimska? No, not to your place then. Really? Mm. Yeah. We had a social there as well one Did time we? with Global Shapers. Yeah. Yeah. In your yeah, backyard, and then we moved it oh. to your attic. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think Linka was there. Okay. Link was this not place a... is like super nice. So this place is super nice. I'm happy I'm, I got to visit this place. Yeah. Well, we had breakfast here, and one time, you know, that's the best part. We had twelve-hour bre- brunch. Yeah, that was, in that the was same remarkable. place. That was remarkable. We did. The seasons changed outside. Yeah, the leaves <laughs> fell off the trees. We had multiple. Foods. We got drunk. We had a lot of. We mimosa. did get drunk, which Ooh. is ironic because I don't think that as much as we all hang out together, we very rarely drink together. That's true. To yeah. such an extent, I haven't like, seen you drunk. Oh, you've I've seen me drunk. You've yeah, both just you. saw me drunk in this exact room not that long ago. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Which might be the biggest, I think, is maybe the drunkest I've ever gotten in front of either of you. Even with our... It's the the parents. But that's different. Because, like, one-to-one talking until, you know, 2 a.m., right? We Sure, we've gotten drunk, but I think... Because the atmosphere is very calm Mm, and tame, mm. you don't say as many stupid things. However, at a dinner party, all the stupid things come out. So I I remember standing up and, like, yelling... Because I'm very (laughs) expressive... On scotch You and your dad Finished a whole bottle of scotch That is such a remarkable feat And he was kept on drinking Right? We moved on to gin after Yeah That's like I couldn't do it I think I would pass out I would pass I would vomit probably But I mean The point where where Andra walked in And your dad had this Unicorn blanket On his head And he was wearing Like sunglasses (laughs) (laughs) I was like 11 (laughs) In the evening (laughs) If you come very sober To this uh, situation You're like What the fuck? So that That was a very like, yeah. I remember, like, under like was like, "Hey, is he wearing shades? Is I'm seeing clearly what's happening here?" That was, that was a great moment. I feel a little bad that he had to walk in on no, that. Was, and no, it was no, it's okay. Really like, bad, your dad is cool. The moment to walk in on this was the moment. Like, that was hilarious. Andre is cool too. He's a he homie. Is. 
thank thankfully because yeah. I think anybody yeah. else that would have been a, a worse situation. I think if I'd had that dinner party with any other friends, it would have gone very differently, and they may not even be my friends anymore. <laughs> so I appreciate both of you and your your acceptance. No, Joey, I appreciate you too. Yeah. Thank you, and Joey, like in my life, likewise. Yeah, I forgive you as well. I hope. <laughs> Don't hold any grudge. So don't, we, please don't. We merged Thanksgiving and Forgiveness Giving in one podcast. Yeah. I hope you come back and record some more. Yeah, l- let me like uh, uh, yeah, some 10 minute break. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. We might catch them soon. Um, you guys um, buy some Christmas gift, I guess. And I'll see you next week. Ciao.